Welcome to Common Ground, a podcast series discussing new research and interesting projects in the field of complementary medicine. Hello, my name is Jackie Fay, Head of Education at Vitaly. Medicinal cannabis exerts its effects mainly through the endocannabinoid system, which consists of many receptors expressed widely in both the brain and periphery, where they act to maintain balance in a number of processes such as appetite, pain, inflammation and gastrointestinal function. There are pathways for doctors to assess medicinal cannabis products for their patients. However, a good few of these products are unapproved therapeutic goods, which means they have not been assessed by the TGA, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, for its safety, quality or effectiveness. This is a growing field with still many questions surrounding its accessibility, safety and usage. Joining us today on Common Ground is Dr. Janet Schloss. Janet is a naturopath and nutritionist who has been in practice for over 21 years and completed her PhD at the School of Medicine at the University of Queensland, Australia. She has also lectured in naturopathy at the Endeavour College of Natural Health and her main specialty is naturopathy and people who have cancer and chronic diseases, especially those going through conventional medical treatment. Janet has written chapters for various books, including Clinical Naturopathy by Saris and Wardell, and Cancer, a Biochemical and Nutritional Approach by Henry Osiki. Janet has numerous publications in regards to cancer and autoimmune diseases, and she works closely with organisations such as the Marta Private Breast Cancer Clinic and the Kim Walters Choice Program, giving nutritional seminars and advice. Dr. Schloss regularly conducts clinical trials with one of her latest projects where Dr. Schloss was the chief investigator for assessing the tolerability of medicinal cannabis and glioblastoma. Welcome back to Common Ground, Janet. Thank you so much. It's so great to have you. Well, so great for you to have <laughs> It's so great to be here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, thank you. So, Janet, the um, medicinal cannabis field is in quite the growth stage regards information, research, safety and prescribing guidelines. What are some of the latest regulatory developments? Yeah, there's some really good ones that's actually happening at the moment because at the beginning of this year, we actually saw CBD actually down scheduled to what's called Schedule 3, which means that pharmacists can actually prescribe CBD to people. However, the problem is is that there is no uh, products that are actually registered uh, with TGA that can be used as a Schedule 3 at the moment. So with the regulation, most of the products are actually CBD is still scheduled as a Schedule 4 and uh, Schedule 8 is anyone that actually has THC in it. The only ones that are actually uh, registered with TGA are actually synthetic ones at the moment. We have no botanical uh, cannabis products that are actually registered. So with this new regulation, what we're going to be seeing is CBD at a lower dose between 50 and 150 milligrams per day being able to be prescribed by pharmacists. Now, to be able to achieve that, obviously, we still need clinical trials to actually verify which products are there. And at this stage, TGA also hasn't specified what uh, conditions or uh, instances that pharmacists can actually prescribe it. However, from what we have known is that most of the pharmacists will be able to prescribe things uh, 
the generalization, so not disease states at a higher level of uh, canvas that's actually required. So, you know, things for for sleep, uh, for anxiety, for pain and that type of thing that they will be able to prescribe. And um, we're actually going to be conducting uh, one of the trials looking at a Schedule 3 with uh, echo fibre for sleep Mm. disturbances, which is actually quite exciting. But for now, we still have a lot of work to do in Australia to actually get these products registered. Mm. Yes, we do. So the the botanical-based is on the horizon for more research? Yes, absolutely. And I think, like, one of the problems that comes in is the the, the variation uh, with botanicals mm. because yes. it ha- is actually that whole plant type extract, you know, getting that consistency, which is what's actually required for a registered drug, is actually quite quite difficult, which is why the synthetic ones are obviously a lot easier because it's consistent throughout. Right. But yes. what we will, I think, see is a lot more of the botanical mixtures um, coming through the trials and being able to be registered as drugs. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, could you explain because the difference? Because obviously, that also has that entourage effect. Right. Okay. Sure. Sure. Um, could you explain the difference between the main medicinal compounds in cannabis? So, the cannabidiol CBD and the tetrahydrocannabidiol, the THC. What the main differences are between the two? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, over 140 different cannabinoids plus other components that are actually in cannabis, like terpenes and stuff like that. Um, However, the main two that are being looked at and what's being standardised is what you've just said is the cannabidiol, the CBD and the THC. So the main difference is that the CBD doesn't have any what we call non-psychotropic or um, mind-altering type effects, whereas Mm. the CBD, uh, sorry, the THC actually does. Mm. So, and that's where a lot of the, the, the difficulties come into. So THC is still because it does actually have that um, brain-altering type effect in some instances and it does cross actually both cross the blood-brain barrier. But the THC also binds to the CB1 receptors, which is part of your endocannabinoid system. Yes. It does have an effect on the actual mind and it's what's actually known when people, you say, use recreational cannabis um, as that high type feeling, whereas CBD doesn't actually have that at all. Mm. CBD actually doesn't bind to the receptors of the endocannabinoid system but can have a similar effect as our endocannabinoid system. Yes, okay, like a mimicking effect, is that it? Correct, yes. Yeah. Mm. And what are some of the therapeutic effects of medicinal CBD? Yeah, so with CBD itself, it has been found, um, and these are on studies, that it does have an anti-anxiety effect. It does have an anti-psychotic effect, which is why it actually works really well with THC because it actually helps to mitigate some of the um, anti-psychotic type effect. Mm. Um, anti-epileptic, uh, neuroprotective in particular, anti-spasmodic, um, anti-ischemic has been found to have some anti-proliferative effect or anti-cancer type effects, antibacterial, uh, intestinal uh, protection. It has analgesic type effects, which has with the pain. It has anti-inflammatory mm. type um, properties and also uh, helps with some of the bone stimulation. Oh, wow. So CBD actually has quite a lot of properties. Yes. And so what is the rationale for using CBD oil? 
Number one is that CBD oil does not affect driving. It doesn't have that uh, the mind-altering type type effect. Mm. Um, However, it does have a very calming type effect. It does actually have an anti-inflammatory type effect and it can be used a lot easier. It doesn't make people too drowsy like the CBD actually, Mm. uh, sorry, the THC actually does. So it, it has actually got a lot more functionality. And what a lot of people see is a lot safer because it's the THC that actually has most of the side effects. Actually, nearly all of the, the side effects is, comes from THC. And it's the one that, that most people are more aware of. And because everybody responds differently, there's more likelihood that there can be what we consider to be adverse events or major mm. side effects. Yes, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, that's right. And, and that's what I was going to ask you with CBD oil. I mean, are there any known adverse side effects? Very few with CBD. That's a good thing. And I think that's where it's considered to be a lot safer. Yes. So, you know, some people may get a bit of like diarrhea or, or uh, digestive uncomfortability because it's still an oil-based type of things. But nearly all of the side effects, like I said, is from like THC. So mm. the, there's very few adverse effects from uh, CBD. And it usually has to be an extremely high amount to be able to get a side effect. Yes, right. And are there different forms that you, one can take it in apart from, from the oil? Are there other forms or that's yet to be um, deciphered with the TGA as well? No, there's actually a number of different forms at the moment. Most of them will actually come in a either a liquid or a soft gel capsule. Oh, but okay. there's also one available that is uh, a wafer. So you actually just put it into your mouth and uh, it disappears. There's also a couple uh, novel type ones, which is like a nasal spray that can be delivered. So it actually comes in a range of different delivery systems these days. Oh, fantastic. So how would one access medicinal cannabis in Australia? Well, at this stage, it still has to be through a, a doctor, so a medical doctor. Um, there are spe- so, like specific doctors who uh, just work within the cannabis system. So we have authorised prescribers, but any any uh, medical doctor can actually prescribe. Like I said, the pharmacists have the ability to, but they don't have the access to a registered um, CBD drug at the moment. So if somebody wants to access it, they do need to go to a medical doctor. Um, if that doctor doesn't actually uh, prescribe some of the or doesn't feel comfortable prescribing any of the medicinal cannabis, they can actually give a referral to a, a doctor that is actually prescribing. Mm. And I've heard that um, supply is can be difficult or can take a little bit of time once even the prescription is written up. Um, have you heard anything with regards to that? Yeah, it does depend on the, like whichever one the doctor actually prescribes. Sometimes if they're not available or, you know, if the batch hasn't been prescribed, like hasn't been developed and they haven't got the products, there can actually be delay sometimes um, in with products. Um, however, usually if the, the, there is stock and the, the people actually have it, once they actually put their prescription in, it's actually a pretty quick turnaround. So once the prescription goes in, it's normally there within one to two days, which doesn't oh, okay. take long, except okay. if, the, if, the, if the company's out of stock at that stage. Sure. And where do you think the That's research really is? The, the only problem, and it's just making sure. Sorry, we had a bit of feedback just then. What were you sharing? 
Oh, sorry. I was just going to say it just depends on the company and how much demand and supply they actually have. Mm. True. And where do you think the research is needed and what type of research as we move further into this medicinal cannabis space? You know, this is quite interesting. There's a lot of people say that there's a lot of research on cannabis already, but most of the research is actually in vitro. Um, so I think that there's still a lot of things that we need to find out about cannabis. And I think that particularly for the doctors to feel more comfortable with it, we need a lot more clinical trials. We need to find out, you know, why do, do some people benefit more from, from cannabis in certain instances compared to to others you know what are the differences in it do they you know is it got to do with genetics has it got to do with different endocannabinoid systems um their processing and stuff of it you know what does it work for and what doesn't it work for you know it's not like we have it out there you know that maybe it's a, a miracle type plant but it's actually not it's like any other plant that has specific indications for different areas and i think we need definitely more good, controlled, robust clinical trials in different areas to know, you know, what is going to work and what's not, as well as, like I said, all those other components. You know, what is the inter-variability of people, the genetics, the endocannabinoid systems, and, you know, we need more of, you know, the PK-type work to find that out. So for me, I still think there's a lot of research needed, and the good thing is that there is a lot of more researchers out there now Mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people putting in clinical trials and making this happen. Yes. And as Chief Investigator for Assessing the Tolerability of Medicinal Cannabis and Glioblastoma, how did that project go? Yeah, it went really well. So what we did find is that we did um, we had two different strengths, so there wasn't a placebo. And it was over 12 weeks and one was a one-to-one and the other one was a four-to-one with a higher THC. We actually found that both were well tolerated. Um, there was only three people who actually had to reduce some of their doses um, because of like shaking or uh, one person had like funny dreams uh, at night time. Mm. But it was well tolerated. It was also found to really be a benefit for sleep, quality of life, functionality. So all of those benefits, you know, in particular for a cohort of very poor prognostic outcome and, and how they function is is really important. Mm. So to me, we, the actual trial was a success, which we were very lucky. Oh, and it's great to hear. And you mentioned that you're about to engage soon on uh, medicinal cannabis and sleep, which I think is um, is, is very interesting. I, I know a few um, colleagues that have mentioned um, the question, could that be appropriate for um, assisting people with regards to insomnia? Um, so how far off is that um, study starting? Actually, it's not too far off. We've just got ethics approval for this particular study, which is why I'm quite happy to to put it out there. Um, so at this stage, we're probably looking at starting in around June. Oh, fantastic. Very good. Well, we wish you all the best um, with regards to that project. And um, thanks, Janet, for sharing today on Common Ground. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie.